Okay, Carmela, we are almost done with Lent, and I mm-hmm. haven't asked you this yet. What are, what did you give up for Lent? Well, I'm really not in the business of giving anything up. What do you mean? You didn't give up anything? Well, I was always taught, actually, at home to do something instead of give something up. Oh, God. This is just another, like... What did you give up? Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. Carmela, I do have to say, this one, this would be interesting. I'm a little tired. I think you're a little tired, So we're, but we're going to keep the energy up. Oh, we're for going sure. for it. I've been for driving. Sure. I've been traveling, but you know what? We're good. I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling great. I feel great. It's okay. Friday night. We are ready for to, us. yeah, Friday night, to, ready to party. Okay. So this week we're going back uh, to our WTF or What the Bleep series. Right. I don't know why I'm not swearing. I'm not. I, I just, know you just. Uh, you've maybe maybe I, it's Lent. Oh, Did you give it up for Lent? Maybe I gave that I shit up it. for Lent. Oh, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you're struck down oh, right there. <laughs> okay. But no, but this one's really fun. I like this series because it's an opportunity for us to learn about some new wines. Mm, and maybe perfect. our listeners to learn about some new wines. So, you know, we hope that you'll gain some new knowledge as we gain new knowledge. Yes. And maybe if you already know this stuff, you can say, you guys are just not very smart. Right. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, Carmela, we're going to learn about white Bordeaux. Nice. Now, do you ever remember having a white Bordeaux? Not that I can recall, no. No, I I don't think so either. Now, we have had we have had wines made from the same grapes that go into white bordeaux, mm. one of our favorites, mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blanc, which is delicious. Which is delicious. So that is part of white bordeaux. Okay, okay. But you, do you know what bordeaux is more famous for? Well, it's usually a red wine, I believe. Yeah, in fact, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but 90% of wine from Bordeaux is red wine. Oh, okay. And do you know what the classic Bordeaux blend of red wines are? Well, let me guess. I bet Cabernet. Mm. And I bet it is Merlot. Oh my gosh, you're pretty good. There's I'm a few guessing. others, but that is the classic. You're right. Okay. But white Bordeaux is a little different. Um, the most common grapes found in white Bordeaux are Sauvignon Blanc mm. and Sémillon. Oh, we are just now, bound to love this. I did check uh, how to say Sémillon, yeah. and it's Sémillon. Oh my God, that is so good. <laughs> so when you pronounce Sémillon, you have to say Sémillon. You have to kind of act like you have a stuffy nose. That's right. Semi-bon. That's right. No, but um, <laughs> so I'm excited for this because I really actually wanted to learn about Sémillon. It's a... A, a grape that I've heard a lot about. I don't think I've ever had it before. Mm. It's supposed to be really good with fish mm, and your favorite, and also with fried fish. It's supposed to be very oh, good. Okay, which is a great thing for Lent. Yes, because we will, and we'll talk about this a little bit too. That in Lent on Fridays, if you're Catholic, you don't eat meat, and maybe you have fish. You just eat fish, which is also meat. It's really strange. I know but. it's it is very <laughs> strange. But um, so I want to try semillon, but I was trying really hard to find just the variety. Semillon. I know it's out there, but I was having a really hard time finding it. Hmm. And most of the time I found it blended. Mm-hmm. And so I said, screw it. We're just going to go white Bordeaux. Why not? I love it. Let's try it. Good idea. Okay. And we've got two white Bordeaux style blends. Mm-hmm. Sorry, three. We've got three. Two are from Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. And one is from uh, the great state of Washington, our state. Nice. And um, so we do three wines. And you may ask your, you may ask us, why do you do three wines? You may ask yourself. (laughs) 
Did you ask? <laughs> okay, why do we do three wines? I am so glad you asked oh. that because each week in our podcast, we review three reasonably priced wines. That means wines under $20. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that should be easy to find, relatively easy to find. Mm. And we have a new episode every week, usually on Sundays. If you're a, a listener, a frequent listener, subscribe, rate us, give us five stars. We'd love that. Mm. Whatever podcast thing you listen to, just rate us. Yeah, please. We'll be so happy. We'll invite you over for dinner. Sunday night. Okay. As we do in every episode, we're going to take our customary left turn, oh, or maybe it's a boy. right turn, and we're going to talk about something that's at least tangentially related to our wines or our topic. And this week, we are going to talk about what it was like to experience Lent growing Mm. up as a Catholic in America. Mm, Uh, Now, I know we're a little late to the party. Lent is almost over. For those of you who are not Catholic, and it's totally fine. We love you. Uh, Why would would I even say that? I don't know. I don't know either. What is the disclaimer all about? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Remember, we do love you, even if you don't participate in Lent. Yeah. We we love you. Whatever. Anyway, if you don't know about Lent, it is the time period between Ash Wednesday before Easter. Mm -hmm. And so we are in Lent. Uh, But you know what? Better late than never. For sure. Better late than never. Okay. So for those of you who don't know a lot about Lent, we'll just say that both Carmela and I grew up in Italian-American Catholic families. Mm -hmm. Both of us attended Catholic schools. Yes, we did. And in fact, we even... Both taught at Catholic schools. Yeah, yeah. And so... And we sent our kids to Catholic schools. So let's just put it this way. Lent was kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. Lent was kind of a big deal. And there are three things I really remember about Lent growing up. Mm. What, what do you remember about Lent give, growing up? Oh, well, uh, definitely the giving up part. Yeah. You give up something? Um, definitely uh, Easter being at the very end of it. Okay. And definitely uh, having fish on Friday. Fish on Friday. Now, the, the third thing that I remember about Lent may be something huh. that you don't remember very well, and that was the Stations of the Cross. Mm, I remember, but I not in the same way that you do. Okay, well, all I'm going to say is that if you if you were an altar boy, mm. like I was, because I grew up in an Italian Catholic family, there were four boys, we all had to be, oh, we kind of had to be altar boys, it was kind of a requirement. Well, and now, I mean, back then it was only boys. Yes. Well, although by the time I was going through, there were girls really? who were doing okay. it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if there were at our parish. But. But, but I'll say this. The Stations of the Cross sucked. Okay. Why? So, Why? Because, well, okay, so there are usually three of you, uh, three boys, two would hold candles, and one would hold a large metal cross. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, they were big. Like, these are big, like, can- big old candle holders or big mm. old mm-hmm. metal crosses of like, they're big and they're heavy. Right. And you're a little kid. You know, like, you're 10, 11 years old. That's a lot of pressure, it too. It is. And, and you don't get to rest. Like, there are 12, oh. you know, stations of the cross. Out. Like, no. time out, everybody. You go to all of them, and you're like, by the time it's... You, are you you're shaking? Arm- oh, you're yeah. shaking? Oh, yeah. Your arms? You're, yep. Oh, you're, man. It's totally a test of stamina. Stamina. Mm. Did I say stamina? Stamina. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, get it. I stamina. get it. <laughs> I mean, I can't even... I'm stammering you're just, you're about getting, stamina. Yeah, exactly. You're getting all choked up and nervous here. And here's the deal. Hmm. If you were the youngest altar boy, almost without exception, the older altar boys would make you carry the cross because it was the heaviest. Okay, hey, that's not very Christian. It was... No, it wasn't. I mean, what were those big boys... They were mean. 
That's They're just terrible. mean. Does that mean your brothers were making you because they were the older ones? You know, I don't think I ever served with my brothers. Oh. I think that was purposeful. Mm. They just told they were like, tormented I'm not you doing at home. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. But I digress a little bit. Okay. So it was kind of a big deal in Lent growing up to give something up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so most of the time, what did people give up? Oh, I mean, hands down, kids mostly gave up candy. Yeah. Candy, chocolate, soda, anything sweet. Mm-hmm. That was pretty typical. Mm-hmm. And then there were always the funny kids like, oh, I'm going to give up vegetables. Right. There was right, always right. some dork like that or I'm going to give up homework. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but usually you had to give up something that caused a little pain. A little, a little pain. suffering. That's a little, right. That's had right. to be a bit of a sacrifice. That's right. Lent is different than Advent. Advent, we're all mm. like, Advent calendars. We're getting right, ready for Christmas. Right. And you open up the door. So Lent, true. Lent, you're like... Depressed. Oh man, you gotta give it up. You gotta give it up. You gotta, you gotta. Mm. You're right. You gotta. And and as an as an Italian Catholic in America, the suffering was key. Oh, so important. So like the Stations of the Cross were actually a good thing. Yeah. You know, you 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 yeah, were you were earning your totally your Lent badge right there. That's right. So what do you remember giving up for Lent? Oh, it was always something sweet. Always candy. Some, I think one year it was like specifically gummy candy. Like, oh, oh I'm not. This, like, I, I figured. <laughs> not all candy, but no, a specific. No, because I knew I could never give up all candy. That's kind of lame. You know lame. what? The other thing I gave up a lot that I, what's, what's I, that? I have to confess as we are, as we do as Catholics, um, that I probably wasn't very good about giving it up, but ice cream. Oh, that would have been hard for you. I tried that a lot. That would have been hard for you. Yeah. And. Yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. That was no, a real sacrifice. I could see that. I usually gave up things like, you know, like candy mm-hmm. or that kind of stuff. That was some, I think one year I may have even given up like TV, TV or Ooh, something like that. I think I, I might, I yeah. think I might, either, it, sometimes it became a little competitive too yeah. with other kids. And then you're always like suspicious. Did they really give it up? I'm not right, sure. Right. And then some kids there were, I don't know if this was in your family, but there were some families who were like, no, Sundays don't count. Oh, right. I remember being like, wait, I never heard no, that. No, I think they made that up. And why was I 15 when I first? First heard that. I don't too. think the Pope told them that. No, well, no, I don't know. I don't, Some, I don't know. I don't know. But if, I wish I had heard that early on. I know because I would have been. I would have given been, up a lot of stuff. Well, and then <laughs> Sundays, I would have been like, "Let's go!" Yeah. Ow. Okay, but hmm. the one thing about the other thing about Lent that was hard for me and not hard for you were meatless Fridays. Oh. My favorite. I mean, we always had them. It didn't matter if it was Lent anyway. We yeah. always had a meatless Friday. So yeah, and and for those of you who aren't Catholic uh, and aren't Italian, mm. meatless Fridays was actually kind of a common thing, even outside of Lent. It's, oh yeah. It's in in Lent, you're not supposed to eat meat on Friday, right? Right. But in but you grew up like oh, we just I mean we had fish several times a week, but always on. Fridays always. Yeah. And for you though, that would have been rough. No, it was really, really hard. Rough. It was really hard because I don't like fish. Mm, we all and, know. And fish was You'd be eating a lot of eggs. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Fish was the most common thing to eat in Fridays for Lent. And mm-hmm. I don't like you said earlier, I'm not sure why meat or fr- fish didn't count as meat. And why it was such a sacrifice. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. Uh that's where lo- things like Friday night. Fish fries mm-hmm. came from. So if you if you are in a community and they do a Friday night fish fry, it was kind of this like Catholic thing. And right. also, I don't know if people out there may have, may notice that some for some reason around spring, like McDonald's and Burger King start oh, advertising their right. fish sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because mm-hmm. you know the Catholics are giving up meat, right. and so that they're that's a it's, good thing. It's, it's marketing. Now, I do like a nice plate of fish and chips. Yes, you have always. You don't mind fi- fried fish. Yeah. You can take that down, no problem. No. But not like a nice Not a nice baked, no, not something nicely baked or grilled or something. That just wasn't... 
that wasn't my my gig. Mm. But I do like I do like fish and chips. And I, I will. Here's another rando fact for mm. you. In the United States, we we call it fish and chips, but it's really fish and French fries. Right. I don't think when we went to England, I don't think you had fish and chips. Did you? Oh yeah, we all did one night. Yeah, or and one so, day. Do you or... remember the the their chips are different than ours? I you know I can't remember their potato chips. I don't. No remember. no no. They call potato chips crisps. Oh, I they're, don't remember this at all for some reason. You have to remind me. Yeah, their version of French fries, you know, mm-hmm. what they call chips are different. They're like shorter, thicker oh, than our French fries. Oh, but they're still a French fry. They're a French fry, but they're different. They're not long and thin like the French fries well, we usually have. Well, but we have. have, you know, all kinds of steak fries, curly fries. I mean, they're all different anyway. I know, but I'm talking about chips, oh, fish and oh. chips. So they have to, they're, they're a certain shape in order to be a chip from... In the UK, when they say fish and chips, it's not fish and French fries. You have to say fish and curly fries if you're going to give curly fries. <laughs> or French fries if you're going to serve French fries. What? My point is, chips are different than... Fr- French fries are long, I want to see a picture. Thin. You're going to have to put this on your... I'm going to put your, it in there. Yeah. You can watch... You go to our... Your show to, notes. Show notes, and you will be able to see. I will I will have an article okay. that that states the difference between fries and chips. This oh, is important wow. this stuff, is a, people. Please, this is important. If you don't learn anything tonight, That's don't it. forget learn that. Learn that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I do remember it being a super big deal not to eat meat. Oh, my God. It was... T- I mean, it you, was like a sin. You felt I, you, terrible. You didn't want people to know. No, it you was accidentally ate it. Oh man! And if the nuns at school found out, like oh, I mean, it was like the worst was, thing you could do. It really. I, Why? Weird. I don't know. I mean, I just remember being like, oh, like people were just like you were wearing the badge of. Oh yeah. No, not the. You badge. know why? You know why I think it was? It was just like a visible way of showing that like you weren't being good enough or, or something. Like, it was or like, weird. Or I'm more Catholic than you. Yeah. Type of attitude. Yeah. It was a weird thing, and if, all of a sudden you'd be like eating that ham sandwich or something, and <laughs> you like, accidentally ate a piece of bacon, yeah. and, and you feel like, like you had to go to ham? confession. Is that ham? You're, and then you go. No, it's not. And you're just kind of carefully like... <laughs> no, it's a thin red fish. Yeah, and you're just... It's lox. Of, yeah, it's not. And then you come go home like, oh, mom. But no, my mom never made that mistake. No, because your mom was nice. My mom would have like... She would have gotten wow. mad. She would have gotten really mad. Oh, it's so true. Our moms would have reacted very differently. Totally differently. Okay, but back to the subject. Fish and Lent are relevant for this episode again because we're we're tasting white Bordeaux and it's supposed to be a great wine for fish and fried fish in particular. So we're going to try white Bordeaux with a couple of my fish favorites. So we haven't given up wine for Lent. That's no, for sure. no, God, that would okay. be terrible. I figured not. No, that would be terrible. But we're going to do, and you'll see this on our Instagram, we did buy a filet of fish mm-hmm. with some French fries, not wow. chips, and some fish sticks. Perfect. So we're going to try it with this beautiful white Bordeaux oh and see gosh. what we think. Oh my gosh. I do love a filet of fish You do love a filet of fish mm-hmm. I do too. I, I like them too. That's kind of your go-to I'll, at McDonald's. I just didn't know you liked them, but I guess a fried fish, you I, don't mind. I, I mean, I like it. You no, never I, I have like ordered it. one ever. I don't. I don't usually. No, but they're delicious. Yeah. Okay. So back to the back to the white Bordeaux. Okay. So again, what I wanted to do is I wanted to try Semillon. I was having a lot of trouble just finding a Semillon by itself. At least where we live, it was... Really hard to find as a single varietal, but I did find it co- very commonly paired with Sauvignon Blanc, which again is a classic Bordeaux wine. And all of ours are uh, blend, wine blend. And so all of our wines tonight are white Bordeaux blends. And I do think that's something interesting about French wines. Hmm. I feel like in most classic, like Italian wines, for instance, are, and I think German wines, et cetera, are usually like a single varietal, but the mm-hmm. French do a lot of blending. Interesting. You know, Bordeaux are generally blended wines. They're and blenders. so. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because we do we have like you know we'll drink Cabernet by itself and Merlot by itself mm-hmm. and Sauvignon Blanc by itself. But in in France, not that they don't do that. Uh, I assume I don't know. I haven't spent a lot of time in France, but um, wow! <laughs> but they do a lot of blending, mm-hmm. and so we're going to see what we think about these white Bordeaux blends. Again, two from France and one from uh, Washington State. And what's interesting too about these blends is they are different blends. Hmm. So we have one that is fifty 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 percent Sauvignon Blanc, fifty percent Semillon. Okay. One is heavier on the Semillon. It's about two thirds Semillon hmm. and one third. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc, and then one is Sauvignon Blanc, Sauvignon, and Muscadel, which is like a mm. a sweeter one. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really interesting um, to see like how different these are, yeah, and, and, and how different the blends can be, mm-hmm. which I think is really fascinating. And how, yeah, how much it changes the taste just yeah. by the different percentages of each of them. Too. Yeah, and yeah. some of them are really interesting. Like some will be like ninety percent something and two percent of something Weird. else. You know, so it's like really yeah. interesting how the huh. different vintners will put together. Different combinations, and that makes that's what makes the their science, wine the science totally. It, yeah. and that's what makes their wine special and unique, and so mm. that's kind of it's pretty cool. Okay, so I did a little research on the interwebs, okay. and and I think you answered this before, but only about ten percent of Bordeaux is uh, wine from Bordeaux is white. Hmm. Um, the rest is red Bordeaux. And I guess there is a historical reason for this. I learned this. So again, this is from the interwebs. But there was evidently in the mid-50s, there was a terrible frost. Uh, It killed a lot of the grapes. They didn't have have a lot of um, wines coming out. And then there was, at the same time, there was a big push for red Bordeaux. Hmm. And so they started just producing a lot of red Bordeaux. I, I don't know why that's interesting, hmm. but I find that interesting. I think that is very interesting. Yeah, that yeah. only so so few of the wines that come out of Bordeaux are white. Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. and I guess before that it was like a 50-50. Mm. Interesting, because yeah. yeah, I've never thought to even I never even knew it was a thing a white yeah. Bordeaux. Uh, and and I've read some things. There's a, there's a wine folly article that I'll have a a link to on, in our show notes. But it says, if you love Sauvignon Blanc, which we love Sauvignon Blanc, mm-hmm. you should try White Bordeaux. So here we are. Oh, my goodness. We're going to try and find it. it. Yeah. Okay. Enough with the jibber jabber. Let's get down to it. All you know? right. Because I'm ready. I'm ready to try something new. I'm ready to try something with some Sauvignon Blanc in it. And again, like, this is fun. I we're going to learn. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. All right. We are going to take a little break and we're going to fill up our glass with our first wine and then we're going to get to smelling and tasting. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay, we are back, and I am in a panic. Because, no, a dead panic. Oh, no. Because I just realized I have you, no idea. You ate some meat today? No, no, oh. no, it wasn't. Not that bad. Okay, oh, thank God. Not that bad. But I don't have any idea how to pronounce these wines, and I will. Yeah. everything will be mispronounced, and we'll have sort of an Italian accent to it. Oh, so here we go. This is Du Bordeaux, Liaison Bordeaux. Wow, not bad. Not bad. I mean, you're, you're probably fooling so me. wrong. You're fooling me. It's so wrong. <laughs> so this is uh, our first wine uh, from France, Bordeaux. It's it's produced by Du Bordeaux. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's from 2019. This is just under the mark. So this was 19.99 at Total Wine. It's 13% alcohol, and this one is a 50/50 blend. So this is 50% Sauvignon Blanc, and then 50% Semillon. Mm. Okay. So let's smell it and see what we think. Hmm. Hmm. You know, right off the bat, I'm getting kind of a weird smell, like glue. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm smelling I'm smelling it too, like gasoline or glue or. You know, these t- this type of scent is for me kind of a turnoff. Mm-hmm. It's it's so strong and it's just not very um not very nice. It's not a very nice smell. You know, what it smells know. like to me hmm. that like 
airplane glue, you know, like when, when you're doing models. Model. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you first said that, I was like, oh, you mean the glue on an airplane? I yeah. was so confused. What was the other name for that glue? What, rubber cement? Rubber cement. Oh, yeah. yeah. It does smell a little bit like rubber cement. I'm still getting like... I'm not getting a lot of fruit. Are you getting much no, fruit? No. I, I, it's one of those wines, honey. It's telling me Don't maybe put it not in to your put body. it in your body. Yeah. Well, let's taste it and oh, see what God. we think. Let's put it in our body. Hmm. Well, it tastes it tastes okay. Yeah, much better than it smells. I still don't have a lot of fruit on this. It's got something really acidic at the yes. end, and I taste that glue though. Yeah, and and would there be tannins in this? Because I feel like I'm tasting something. You know like what's that. funny? Hmm. I think it might be oaked. Oh, and I don't love oaked no. white wines. That might be where this mm. is coming from. It might be oaked. Yeah, it's too it's too strong for me. Like it may have been a wine that they start in oak and then they finish, you know, in stainless steel or something. Yes. But but it does. It has a really strong. It's not very fruity. It has a really strong smell. No, but it might be good with and food. taste. Might well, be good. We're gonna find. I out. I think we're gonna have to find out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to try it with some fish sticks and some fillet mm-hmm. of fish. I I do have to say hmm. it does have a little bit like as it's warming up or I keep it in my mouth a little bit longer. I am getting a little bit of citrusy, a mm-hmm. little bit of um. Maybe a little tropical fruity kind of taste, but very bitter, almost like there's pith. Just try. I just feel like it's so much better tasting. I mean, it's not my favorite, but it's like the smells just kind of offensive to me. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, as it warms up, it's but it's almost like a bitter, like a grapefruit or something. Yeah. Like, do you get that at all? Yes. A no, bit? I am. I am getting that citrus, and it's at the end too. It stays in your mouth. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's not bad. You know, like you said, I think having it a little bit, not room temperature, but warmer is key. I think it's, it smooths it out. Out of the bottle, it was, when it was cold. Too much. You don't need to drink this super cold. What do you think, it it actually goes okay with these terrible fish sticks. Like, (laughs) with the fried food, it's actually not bad. What do you think with the... Mm, you know, um, let me see here. I think it goes well with the fish. I think it's pretty good. With Mm -hmm. the fried food. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, think by, be... its, by itself, not so great, but with the fish, it's good. Right. And I feel like, to be truthful, the fried fish um, holds up against kind of that because it is a big flavor. So I think you, the fried fish does well with it. Yeah, I think you're, you're right. I, don't know I think you need flaky... that greasy. I think yes. you need, yeah, it has to have some grease, some like strong. Fresh fish. Flaky, yummy, fresh fish may be too subtle for it. Yeah. I think you have to have a strong tasting seafood. Mm -hmm. Okay. What rating are you going to give this wine? Um, Well, I think I'll probably give it, I think I'd give it like a five. Yeah. I I think I'm in the same spot as you. I think I'm doing five. Okay. I think we are in agreement on that one. So we are going to take a pause and we are going to clean out our glasses and we're going to try our next wine. Okay, we are back, and we are ready for our next wine. This one is Le Collet. I think I'm saying it right. Le Collet, number 41, Luminous. Wow. Yeah, Luminous. <gasps> this is from Washington, from Walla Walla, which is near and dear to my heart. My grandfather on my dad's side, when he came from Italy as a 12-year-old or something, mm-hmm. he went to Walla Walla to work on the railroads, and wow. we are we are related to the Leonetti family, which is the famous Walla Walla Listen winery. I know, big deal, huh? Listen to us. And you know what? But Walla Walla is close to my heart for that reason. For sure. And now it's just exploded with wine oh my country. God. It's I mean, crazy. Really, everybody wants to go to Walla Walla. Yeah. 
Totally. And these wines, I, I in, at least in Washington, the Le Collet, you can find it very easily. This is a 2020, also 1999, so right on the verge. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it at Total Wine. 14.5% alcohol, which wow. is a lot for a white wine. Get crazy. Get crunk on it. No. Uh, <laughs> and this is... 62% Semillon. Why they couldn't oh, have just wow. done 66? Like, why or didn't 65? you just go just... I don't know. Yeah. 62%? Why 66? I don't know. No, but why did That's you say 66? It. Because it's the third. Two thirds oh, and a third. I was like, why not God. do two? But this is 62% okay. Semillon <laughs> and 38% Savignon Blanc. So this is more Semillon. Yeah. Semillon. Semillon. Don't oh. say the last N. And oh. then Savignon Blanc. Okay. okay. Okay, let's smell it. What do you smell? Well, right out of the gate, it's way less offensive. You know what? I have to say, I think these wines, we, we had them in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And then we took them out. And I think as they're warming up, they're getting better. Yes. I, I, I kind of, sh- th- it's really weird for a white, well, I don't know if it's weird for a white wine. What I will say is I'm used to serving white wines ice cold, right. like super cold. Right. I think these wines are better a little, not warm, but not ice cold. I don't know if wine, white wine even needs to be ice cold ever. It doesn't, but I, but that's I mean, just I know very typical. Like it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, cause I drink a lot of white wine and I don't, I do find like, this is the type of wine that I would, I mean, I would know that I would drink not room temperature, yeah, more room temperature and be happy with it. You know what I want to do? I want to go back to the first one, like after we try the third wine and just smell it and see how much different it is. Cause this one is coming, like mm. I'm smelling, po- I'm smelling that tropical fruit. Yes. I'm smelling guava. I'm smelling, you know, that tropical fruit smell that you would get. Right. And what's interesting is this one, this one. Is no. more Sauvignon, yeah, than Sauvignon Blanc, but I'm getting that Sauvignon Blanc smell. Yes, yes, uh, but it's almost like a tropical floral scent. It too, is. Too. It's pretty. It's, it's so. Floral. And then you know what? I, I like it. I said less offensive. It's not offensive at, at all. But no, it's pleasant. But I think when it when we first opened it, it was really cold. It, w- it did have that kind of glue smell. Mm, um. No, but this is very pleasant. And um. But I am getting that tr- kind of a tropical. Like I almost feel like when I tasted this, like I was in Hawaii. Oh my gosh. I just tasted it. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Yeah. It's very tropical. Very tropical. Mm-hmm. Like like it almost exploded in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's No, scary. I'm telling you, it was I don't want to see that. But no, it was a really interesting, like strong tropical flute. Well, just took flute. Right. It was like, <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? The tropic. I'm having now my second wine, and I'm oh tired. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really it. tasty. Mm. No, it is quite good. Quite, <laughs> quite good. No, but it's it is it has way more fruit on it, like a tropical fruit, than the other one did so, okay. by far. You know what I'm kind of tasting? This is gonna you're gonna think. This is crazy. What? Almost tasting banana. Oh. I'm almost tasting like a daiquiri. Mm. Come on. Wow. Taste it up. Hold on. Hold on. Let me try it with some food here. Now, this one. Ooh. This one, I don't know if you need food as much to balance it out. I don't think you do. I think you could just have this right on the beach. Do you have that, like, you know, just picture Chi 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 What's Chi Pina Colada? Oh, Chi Chi is so no, good. No, no, in the wine. It's, you know, that's more, that's more pineapple. I don't, I'm not tasting a lot of pineapple. I agree. I don't actually don't think the food, but the first one, the food made a big difference. Right. It helped it. This one, the food isn't making quite as much of a difference. No, this is tasty though. And it's very pretty. It's light. It is, but, but, um, it is, mm, we can hear you <laughs> chewing delicious, chewing those fish sticks. I mean, who would eat 
fish sticks. I mean, Hawaii. these are like the fish sticks you used to get at school. They're so bad. You know, I almost feel like it's not as quite as good with food as the first one. Mm. I know I just said that before, but it's wait, a- what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I don't think you need it. This is something you could have on the beach on a lawn chair. Take me away. What is it called? Take me away, way le cole. I don't know. It's got a really. <laughs> Did you like that? Mm-hmm, it was great. <laughs> it's got a really strong tropical fruit with like a bitterness on it. I don't. It's interesting. It's very good. It's different than the Sauvignon Blanc, just a like a like a traditional one. Okay, so I think the Semillon gives. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Semillon. That's I good. think the semillon gives it that really kind of bitter, gluey taste, which sounds terrible. I know, wow. but as it warms up, way to sell as it. As the wine warms up, it's it's a good compliment. Yeah. Um, what uh, what what food would you pair this with? Like I said, I just need this on in a lawn chair on the beach. I don't need a lot of food, but I could do so. I could, you know, I actually think it would be nice with a cheese board. Um, just, you know, because you don't need anything big or bold with it. Um, what do you think with them? Um, a nice baked fish or something. Would it do okay? Yes. It actually, I think it would be better than the fried fish. Yeah. The other one very much could stand up to a fried fish. This would be good with a nice flaky white fish. I agree. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't like that kind of fish. Yeah, I was like, what because do you it's mean, a more you gentle agree? it's more gentle. Yes. Okay. Yes. So what rating are you gonna give this wine? I'm gonna give it, you know, I think I would give it a seven. Okay. So you'd buy it. I'd buy it, yeah. I, I think I would buy it too. Okay. I'm right on the edge. I'm giving it a generous seven. Uh, it would be a wine I would drink. I'm not sure I would okay, buy it. Okay, so you're almost you're leaning towards the seven, but but I could, of a it six. could be a six. Mm. But I like it enough that I I think I would buy it. I don't. Yeah, and I don't think it would be something we'd. Um, I think it'd be a perfect occasion wine. You know, for something that we're trying to bring in those tropical elements. Totally. If you're having a, a luau Hawaiian party. Because I know we all do. Oh, yeah. At least once in our lifetime. Yeah, luau party. <laughs> this is your wine. All right. Let us take a little break and we're going to try our last wine and we'll be right back. All right. Okay, we are back. I do have to say before we talk about these, uh, the the bottles are really pretty. Mm-hmm. So look at our Instagram, but the first one, the Duba do or whatever, like really cool, artsy. Lecole has a schoolhouse. This one has a nice... Like a tree. That sounds so wow. stupid. That's but the tr- bottom, I mean, I know it's like it shouldn't matter that much. But, you know, they are. Oh, no. that's part of the experience is For the, the sure. bottles. So check them Especially out. They're it's really like a cool. Gift. Don't you yeah. think it, you, yeah. don't, you want to give a nice looking bottle as a gift? And I think if you're having dinner and you're trying, you know, like a, people over, it's nice to have a nice looking bottle For of wine. Sure. So sure. these were all really nice looking. Yes, they are. Now, this is a very light wine. Very light. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. almost like water. I know. So let's go through this one. This one is a Bellingard. Bergerac Sec. Uh, and so this, I think, Sec, it's like a semi-dry. It's it's mm-hmm. a little on the sweeter side. Mm-hmm. I'll explain why. So this is from France. This is actually south of Bordeaux uh, in the Dordogne item. I'm saying that's totally in a tiny way. Dordogne. Dordogne. It's probably Dordogne <laughs> Valley or something. Uh-huh. Uh, Chateau Bellingar is the, or Bellingard is the uh, winery. This is a 2021, so very new. Mm. This was the cheapest or least expensive, $14.99. Also got it a total wine. It's 13% alcohol. Now, this one is interesting. 60% Sauvignon Blanc, 20% Sauvignon, Sauvignon and 20% Muscadel. Okay. okay so okay. let's smell it and right. see what we think. Mm. 
I'm just going to say these wines need to be warmer. Yes. They totally change when they warm up. We yeah. made a big mistake by keeping them in the fridge too long. Yeah. They're, this one is so subtle compared to like a subtle, sweet, compared to that first one that just you couldn't even keep your nose in it. Yeah. No, I'm smelling though. This one is like passion fruit. This is poggy. Mm. It's got a little lemon, but well, it's delicious I, smelling. Yeah. It's really, I go back to that like candy smell. It's mm-hmm. kind of that, like a um, like gummy candy. Apple. Mm-hmm. It's got some <laughs> apple on it. No, but- How do you say apple and I say gummy candy? No, but it does have apple. Yes, you does. know what it smells it like to me? Hmm. A little bit. You're going to think this is crazy. Hmm. Because you were you were smelling when we were off camera. When we were, you were smelling a little yeast, I think, at one point. Not on this one, I don't no, think. No, but, but just overall? Yeah. This one smells like apple pie. Oh. Smell it. It smells a like an apple bit. pie. It does. Yeah. That, wow. Like cinnamon. I love that. I love that. But idea. do you smell that? Yes, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. With that little bit of a, like a. It's warm. You know what? My mom used warm. to do the crust with the cinnamon sugar cookies at yeah. the end, and it has a little bit of cinnamon almost. Yeah, it's to warm it. and sugary, and it's got a great smell. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we they ha- they need to warm up. Okay. How's it taste? It's. Amazing. But it's amazing because it just is smooth. It's it's delicious. Yeah, it's so smooth. It's sweeter though. This is a little sweeter sweeter than I'm used to. Yes. Or than I usually like. It's not as sweet as some that we've had where you're just like, wow, like you can only have this is pleasant and smooth and but also still fresh. Mm. Citrusy. Citrusy. Mm. I'm getting that like You're moving away from the apple pie. Totally. The smell was apple pie, but it's citrusy. Lemony. Yeah, a little lemony. Even a little orange. Yes, orange. Mm-hmm. I do taste a little orange. Mm-hmm. It does have on the end of it, that must be the semillon, it does have this glue, like yeah, rubber I, cement. And even when you smell it, you can just, but it's so subtle. It's so strange, but it almost works. It think? does. It to, no, it totally works. Mm-hmm. I think this one, the Lecole, I'm, I'm, and this is going to sound nerdy. It oh, exploded boy. in my mouth. It Again, was like, I don't want to see that. No, but this one didn't. This mm-hmm. one's dry. It's fine. This one's drier. Mm-hmm. This one's a little dry, even though it's supposed to be like sec. Mm-hmm. sec. Let's try it with wow, some food. That was almost like something else. Sexy. Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you? Where did we go from wines to that? I was a little worried there. I'm gonna try it with I thought that. you were taking that left Delicious turn again. Fish stick. <laughs> Let me see. Honey. It's good. It's really good. Mm. It's really good. Mm. Wow, this is like water. Mm. I mean, it's it's not like water, but it is so. It's going down so easily. What's really? the alcohol in this? Thirteen percent. I'm shocked. <laughs> Explosions, shock treatments. What is happening tonight? Mm. This, this is-, is good with fish, mm-hmm. fried fish. Oh my god! From I would the guy eat this- who doesn't eat fish. <laughs> I would eat and drink this all night. Well, it's that's, really that's- nice. Okay. What are mm-hmm. you, you going to rate it, honey? It's definitely a seven and maybe an eight. Mm. I might give it an eight. Okay. What do you think? I'm, I think that muscadel, like the, I think sometimes called the muscadet or muscada, really does change the flavor and make it sweeter. Yeah, it's what strange. Are you gonna give Wait, it? what's the percentage of that? 20%. Okay. Which is actually quite, I mean, I saw some with like 2%. What is that going to do? Well, it might just like take just the edge barely, off a little bit. Yeah, okay. No, I think I'm at an eight too. Okay. Or also. And then what mm-hmm. food do you think it would pair? Like, would you pair this with uh, any old fish? I think so. I mean, it would be really good with like shellfish too. Like Don't be so and- shellfish. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm you know what else would be good with? 
spicy food. I think this one would be really yes. nice with like a Chinese food, it's mm-hmm. spicy food, something like that. It would be really or, good. Yeah, or even like a um, ceviche. Yeah, no, I think it would be, It's it goes down a little too easily. Okay, you know what I want to do? I'm going to do a little experiment because now that first one has been open for a little bit, I just want to taste the first one again. Okay. So let's take a break. I want to taste that first one again. Just see if we change our minds a little bit. Okay, sounds good. Okay, we're back and we did a little experiment. Now Mm -hmm. it's been, you know, several, you know, twenty another 20 minutes with that one open. And it's the same thing. Yeah. It it didn't change that much. The first one. The first one didn't change that much. It's still got that kind of gluey smell. Mm -hmm. It's It's okay. It's too overpowering. It's too much. It does make you feel like you should not put it in your body. Yeah. So I'm not changing my rating. Mm -mm. I think the Lecole and the Bellingard are better. Me too. So first of all, what's your overall take on White Bordeaux, Carmela? Well, you know, I I don't know if it would be a go-to for me. I don't think it would be. Like if you were to choose between that and just a Sauvignon Blanc. I'd go with the Sauvignon Blanc. You would. I would. Yeah. Even with that, even the third one. Yeah, I really like the third one and I... I would definitely buy it or I'd have mm-hmm. you buy it. But um and I and I would enjoy it, but I think um I think I'd still go with the old standby. Yeah. I, I think I'm with you. And yeah. then which of these I, I think I'm with you. I think I would choose a Sauvignon Blanc, like a straight up Sauvignon Blanc. Right. That's just my taste. Yes, exactly. Other people may really like it's a little more bitter, it's got a little bit different taste. Totally fine. And this, that, one, that third one especially is intriguing. Like, it would make me go, if I was yeah. out, I don't know yeah, if yeah, I'd yeah. buy it to bring home, but if I was out and about and I saw it, I'd say, oh, how about a glass of that? Yeah. I'll take that. And overall, I would say, you must try White Bordeaux. For sure. Like, you have to try it. It's For good. Sure. I mean, it's it's like, it's a different experience. You need to try it. You may find like, oh my gosh, I love Chardonnay, but I love this. Right. Because I think there is some oakiness to it. Especially so, the, in the first two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great option for you. I think that's awesome. Fun to try. Fun totally. to just, you know, do a little bit of something different. I'm super happy we did this. Yeah. Of the three, which one would you prefer to finish? Oh, man. It's no no question number three. You know, I think I would choose number three as well. Although, so that's the uh, Bellingard. Although I'm very tempted by the Le Colet, but yeah. I did give a higher rating to the Bellingard. Yeah, so, we were kind of spot on in all, all of them. We don't we don't tonight. usually do that, no. but I think we were equal in all wow, of our ratings. Wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay, so let's do the taste profiles expected from a white Bordeaux. Now, according to Wine Folly, there are a couple of different types of Bordeaux. There's a light and creamy and a rich and creamy, or light and fruity and a rich and creamy. So here's some taste in the light and fruity. Citrus, grapefruit, lemon, gooseberry, which is like a tart grape, lime, grass, wet concrete, honey, passion fruit, honeysuckle, flower. Hmm. Okay. I think we were getting more of that. Because the other boat, the rich and creamy is a little oily. I think the first one is a little oily. Yes, I do too. And I think we didn't, I don't know if we said that quite as much, but we were. But listen to this. Baked apples. Oh my goodness. Pear, creme brulee, caramelized grapefruit, orange zest, ginger, figs, lemon butter, chamomile. So okay. I think on the last one, even you though it wasn't a lot of that. Yeah, even though it wasn't creamy, I don't know if I'd call it creamy. It did have a lot of those flavors. Yes. The apple pie. Right. We said orange too. <clears throat> apple pie was really coming through. Yep. 
Now, the Du Bordeaux, they say peach, citrus, oak, acidity. Mm. So they did have oak. Le Collet, they say citrus blossoms, key lime, and lanolin. Now, this is interesting. Lanolin, lanolin. is metallic-y but sweet. So I think we were getting a little bit of that. Yes, yeah. Because that one was kind of the sort of in between the two, yeah. I think. We yeah. definitely went from this really strong, overpowering, almost offensive <laughs> first bottle that became very subtle and sweet and delicious at the end. Yeah. You know what's interesting too about the Lecole? They say um, Asian pear. Now that they now that I read that, I'm kind of mm. like, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Asian pear. But good. Yeah. Super fun. fun. That was so good, fun. Good, good idea. To, you know, good to expose yourself to different types of wines yeah. just to start understanding a little better. And understanding what you like best <clears throat> totally too. Agree. And then you'll see it and you'll decide whether you're like game or not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Okay. Thanks. For th- thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, w- with two weeks left in Lent, what are you giving up? Like I said. <laughs> I think you're giving up being nice to me. Hey. No, I think hey, so. Hey, no. when am I ever not nice to you? Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, most of the time. Well, anyway. You're a needy. <laughs> <laughs> needy. Needy. Okay. He's been gone for a night and now uh, he's one like. One night I go away mm. for him and I'm like, man, nobody loves me. <laughs> oh. Okay. For those of out. For those of you out there in listening land, we'd love for you to subscribe. Oh, my God. I can't even wow, talk. Wow. Are you feeling I'm tired okay? and drunk. No, I'm not drunk. I think I'm like not nice to you anymore. Nope. <laughs> okay, for those about oh my god, for those of you out there in listening land, take five thousand. I know we would love for you to subscribe so you don't have to miss an episode. We'd love for you to reach out to us. You can reach out to us at Joe at the Wine Pair Podcast dot com, but it will come to both of us. Nice. Uh, you please follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. I think I don't know whatever, uh, but mostly we want you to subscribe and we want you to rate us. Give us a nice rating and uh, trust us. You we you will be invited to Sunday night dinner, which yes, is kind we have of a long big list. Deal. I mean, people are like yeah, they're, they're beating the list, down the door, the literally yeah. beating. Yeah. Like I can hear them right now. Right now, oh, oh my god, they're beating get in line, down the get door. Get people, oh, quick, quick. Depends on what the menu is, though, too. Yeah. People are like, ooh, that's the one I don't want to miss. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, we uh, thank you very much for listening. And like we like to say, life is short, so stop eating filet fish. fish. No, yeah, not no, no, fish No, keep eating fish it. Fish sticks. Yeah, and stop drinking shitty wine. Bye-bye. Bye.